Greetings and salutations, friends. <laughs> Welcome to our very first amazing. I mean, I'm going to claim it, right? Yes. No proclaim. Not a proclamation. <laughs> Just a, what is the verb for that? What? Clamation? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> but what's up, friends? Welcome. This is The Vital Check with your friendly neighborhood MD, Dr. Joe. Alongside DJ Critical and Melissa, the future millionaire. Yes. So what's up, guys? Happy New Year. Hi, what's going on? Happy 2022. Yes. Big facts. <laughs> um, You know, it's been an eventful year thus far. It's only been three weeks. Well, at least just three weeks. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. We got passport stamps. We got yeah uh, five figure five figure months you know we're doing good this month uh huh five finger months figure oh yes yes a lot Dollars. of figures yes yeah, yeah, yeah. revenue money in money <laughs> in she always speaks in, in currency and money I do. <laughs> and inches are they losing you know hey, inches. yeah losing <laughs> inches oh, losing okay. inches people oh losing okay. What's I don't know if you can gain. You? I mean, I guess a booty. You can gain inches in your booty. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But you know, we're, we're, yeah. natural or BBL route. You know, whatever floats your boat. Correct. You know. Yeah, I don't mind. I don't mind either. Of course not. <laughs> <laughs> of course not. So you know, 2022, right? Um, this is when the the gyms go hard. Mm-hmm. New year, new me. Right. Yes. Yeah. All these resolutions, yeah. and you know, I think. One of the interesting things about New Year's is uh, the sense of renewal, but also dread, right? What didn't you accomplish in 2021? And how was a dud? And, you know, COVID being a cock blocker that it is. And then also, you know, 2022, you know, we had this new opportunity, new year to accomplish new things or maybe the old things, right? Um, I don't think we should stop with just January. I think um, we're always... Evolving. Always changing, yeah, always changing, always evolving. It should be all year, all the time, continuous, uh, you know, thing, process. And not just like a, oh, just the beginning of the month, I'm going to try something new, and then for the other remaining 11 months, it's just to shit. <laughs> I agree. I think millennials and Gen Z, all of us, but I'm gonna speak for millennials. Those are my people, yeah. right? We get wrapped up in this toxic positivity, where it's just like, mm. I'm gonna start this. I'm gonna go to the gym six times a week. I'm gonna eat salads every day, and it's just like by March you're burnt out. So really, what was the reason for all of this in January if it's not going to be sustainable? Um, so I think that's what I'm focusing on. So I don't have any. I don't have any resolutions. Y'all got resolutions? Nope. No. I think Same I have intentions. Me. Okay, intentions. You want to speak more about that? I think I'm doing great. You are. You, you are great. You're a star. Yes. Thank you. Um, so I, I think a lot, my intentions are to be more graceful. Um, I think it's, it's, a, it's a challenging one because it's, it's easy to judge people, right? It's easy to kind of yes. be angry and like have that wrath. But I think, right, like something, even our, our text chat yesterday, right? Um, right? Like I was already upset and i was like you know what take a step back like right like you have a lot going on like i have to extend yes. grace when i right because i wanted to extend it to me mm. like i was 20 minutes late today and i'm like damn like i am using other people's time i need to be cognizant of that right like so 
it's it's hard to to show grace um but you know it's i'm a woman of god and then you know it's 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 uh one of the staples in in the word so extending grace is one of my ex- intentions for the year and then just being well whatever mm-hmm. that may look like you know some months Facts. maybe eating my heart out <laughs> the other months it may and be that's okay. literally running every day so i mean being the best version for my daughter my husband my friends my parents and um, for yourself and myself yeah yeah i like that i feel like that's always my intention or my goal um i do want to start meeting people where they're at mm. i think a lot of times you're like oh i can improve them or i can help them it's like well just see who they are where they're at that's a big and one then for me. you navigate your relationship with them whether that's your family members your friends um, a romantic partner you want to make sure you're not trying to extend or i'm sorry you don't want to like put project that, project yeah like, like who you want them to the, be yeah, or like yeah. oh they have so much potential oh my gosh that was me literally last week yeah so i think that's a really big thing for me like i see such potential in all the people around me because yes, i'm like i want yes. everyone around me to be great i want everyone to be this it's like girl we're about to sell you yeah, know so yeah. that's definitely my intention for this year yeah and because that happened to me last week I also said, right, I called it expendable energy, right? I'm going to match the energy that's put out to me. Yeah. Um, because I, I did, like, last week I was excited. I'm like, all right, I'm getting everyone in my husband's family passports, right? I'm going to pay for it. I'm going to make the appointment. Yeah, you're doing a lot. You're doing too much. <laughs> too much. My second middle name is doing the most, guys. Um, so, and then that just made me realize, like, you need to have a seat, right? Like, you, you have to meet people where they're at, right? Yeah. So, I think... I learned very early on uh, the skill of self-advocacy, um, when to ask for help. Um, and I think that's a skill that not a lot of people have, right? I think uh, our cultures have been built on asking for help is, right, you're weak um, or you don't have it. Um, so I think, you know, because of the field that I decided to pursue, you you sink if you don't ask for help. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's something that if I need help, like ask Melissa, I'm like, all right, so when are you going to help me do TikTok? <laughs> right. So, um, but Melissa I think, be like, no. Yeah. She's like, uh, I have my life planned out for the next I have video, year. I have a video right here. <laughs> watch it. No, but I, ass, though. Like, I, put I up, am. No, she did. And I'm going to watch it, guys. I, uh, I, I did have the same it next thing week. To him, so at least y'all know I love yes. you guys yes. equally. I was like, can you? No, here's the video. <laughs> yes. She told me the same thing. I'm going to watch it. I will pay and I will watch. I was like, Melissa, no, I'm not. Yes. Actually. And I was like, oh, wow. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. But yes. you learned. You teach a man to fish. He eats forever. Yes. Yeah. And the horse Which, and the water, too. Right? Sometimes I, I, I don't mind having a plate of fish. Just give me the plate. No. <laughs> I'm not a good cook, so y'all don't want me cooking anyway. I'll teach you to cook. You're doing pretty solid so far. My mom, says, my mom says I'm alive. She's just like, stop saying you can't cook, you're alive. I'm like, that should not be. The, I'm surviving. Uh, <laughs> the goal, I just like survive. I'm food to, to not die. Just merely not die, yeah. She's so rude, but she's so right, I guess. Yeah. She has a point. Right, so New Year also brings in someone's birthday. Yeah, now. mine, DJ Critical. Capricorn in the house. Yeah, big just a plug, though. Capricorns are a headache, guys. Big. I do get along best with them, though. Really? Yeah, Capricorns are amazing people, creatures, human beings. Like, we we just, we are, we encompass every 
every like sign. Shut it. I just think you need Capricorns, I guess, to start the year off, right? Yeah. You need I mean, their energy. Jesus is a Capricorn. Okay. <laughs> he is. Well, I mean, that's that's me. that's December twenty something... fifth is kind of arbitrary. No, just, <laughs> we don't really know. It's, it's Capricorn season. I love that. I have to start saying that. Jesus is like, a Capricorn. Sky Daddy is a Capricorn. So, so we're gonna watch. Bring some merch. Jesus is a Capricorn. <laughs> <laughs> Checklist. I do feel like Leos, because of the crazy energy, do get along with the crazy energy of a Capricorn. Mm. But y'all do have an energy that is quite unmatched. Unmatched. Yeah. So, Which is a great thing. Thank you. Unique. Thank you. But yes. it's just like. I mean, low key, like, I even prayed that my daughter's not a Capricorn. <laughs> not? And luckily, she became an Aquarius. Although, oh, yeah. you know, they're, they're interesting too, but. Yeah, yeah baby. But get big caps. Big <laughs> caps. Yeah, but so no capping. No capping. It was my birthday, um, and uh, I, I took a, a trip to this island. You know, <laughs> just an island. A group of them. A group of yeah. It's it's a lot of them. And what is this island called? The Maldives. I went to the Maldives <laughs> by myself. Okay. Unfortunately, fortunately, because it was a good trip. Um, and you know, I have this thing where after I toured Europe, probably like 2015, I just told myself that um. Every birthday, I'll try to like get out the country or spend it somewhere else. And like you said, uh, COVID is a cock blocker and a travel blocker as well. Yeah. So um, the last few years, I didn't get to experience my experiences that I wanted to experience. So um, you know, now they're backlogged, and I'm bringing them out. So I went to the Maldives for like a week. You know, very serene and relaxing. And uh, what made you choose that particular location? Oh, cause I've seen all celebrities going there. Yes. Mm. And uh, usually they go to very nice places. Yeah. Cause in August I went to Turks too. Okay. Mm. Um, which is also Ashanti goes there all the time. Hey Ashanti. <laughs> um, so I was like, I need to experience this, and like I just want to experience things. Okay. So, uh, you know, Maldives was great. Uh, I relaxed. I went uh, scuba diving. Mm-hmm. Well, snorkeling. Snorkeling. Well, snorkeling is like on the level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah so yeah. snorkeling. Yeah, I didn't scuba really. Diving, you going, yeah, like I scuba by accident, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but it was it was meant to be snorkeling, uh, and that was that was really cool. I went to a sand bank. What's that? So I learned about a sand bank. So a sand bank is like a it's like a pile up of sand mm. in the middle like literally in the middle of the ocean and like depending on the tide like you can't see it okay so like it was if it's a low tide you can go and like it's like a, a isolated island of sort mm. like a beach but just in the middle of mm-hmm. the ocean you know, you know what a sand bank yeah. is yeah oh because you're just like am i explaining it right no yeah you're fine oh, okay cool, cool. <laughs> so um yeah so that that was an experience because it was just like you know like you're walking on water, kind of, like in the ocean. Like yeah, like Jesus the Capricorn. <laughs> yes, I, felt, I called myself Young Moses, actually. Oh, you were part, you part of the scene? Part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So wait, yeah. so how do they know where the, the sandbank is? Well, I guess they... It doesn't <clears throat> shift, it just stays there. It stays there, but, well, in the, I don't know if this is, like, regular, like, how the world works, but, like, the how shallow the water is, like, a different color. So, like... Mm. Closer to the beach is like clear, and then when you go out, it's like a 
aquamarine, which is like shallow. We don't really have a New York. And then it, yeah. yeah, check my TikTok, Waters. Big DJ Critical. The Atlantic, Atlantic Ocean is a little filthy. Or you can check my Instagram; it's is in there, so you can get a visual it's at like DJ Critical. Be yeah. Like you were there. Mm-hmm. And then the farther you go out, is like more deep blue, right. where you know it's like you know you're in danger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. <laughs> so I, I stayed in the blue greenish area. <laughs> <laughs> the light colors. And yeah. at any yeah. point when you were like planning your trip or while you were there, did like cost or money come to mind? Or you just no, like, I'm, I'm rich. Okay. No, I'm, I'm not rich. I'm lying. Okay. Um, no, yes. Um, I planned ahead. Okay. And I would say um, the Maldives was like the it's known for like its luxury and you know it it's uh the flights are usually a lot. Um, but I did it on a small scale one yeah. because I was going by myself, so I didn't. I personally don't need a lot of like. Lavish I'm things. going out. I'm going uh, out for my 35th, and I'm, it's gonna be. Large. I'm pretty. I'm pretty I simple. <laughs> so, yeah, I did it on the smaller scales. Like okay. it was, I went to one of the real like quiet islands, and um, just like your personality. Yeah. 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 That was, that's pretty. Nice. So yeah, I planned ahead. Um, I picked a affordable, uh, resort, and they had a nice infinity pool. Mm. They took me on little excursions. They had like. Decent food. How's the food? What's their? What's I noticed because I was so I stopped in Dubai coming back, Mm -hmm. and I was talking to somebody from Morocco, and he was, you know, telling me about his experience in Maldives. He was like, they don't like hot food, like hot food, Mm. like it's it's just warm, like Mm. lukewarm, which was bugging me out the first because I wanted to turn up their little heater thing. Like, (laughs) yo, why is this? No, put this up. Yeah, I'm like, yo, why is? After like two minutes, I'm there at the table and my food is like cold. But he said that's just them. Like mm-hmm. they just don't eat hot food. But um, yeah, it was an experience. I'm glad I went. Um, what's my next one? I want to do Bora Bora. Then I want to do Australia and Japan. So, oh, I want to do Australia for a new year. I want to do Australia, but I I I'm not gonna hold you. They have um, Satan's animals in Australia. Like they're just kangaroos. No, like oh. you haven't seen on TikTok and YouTube no. the amount of creatures that just exist in Australia that do not exist anywhere else. Like no, the ma'am. spiders are the size of like a room. Yeah, no, they're no. huge. I haven't seen and that. snakes would mm-hmm. be popping out of people's toilets. Oh no! Ah! Exactly. So I was like, Yo, I'm down, but I need to know how down. Like, am I prepared mm. for the terror that it could ensue? Oh yeah, I am doing Dubai next year. Like for my birthday, like solely Dubai, because when I came back, I was like in Dubai for like a day, and I was like, oh, I really like it here. So I just like their laws are just scary to me. Their laws are scary. My parents just came back from Dubai because they're rich. Um, they went to Dubai, Abu Dhabi, and Saudi Arabia, oh. um, and they loved it. They they were like everything seems luxurious, and they just enjoyed every experience. Mm. Yeah, the people uh, were telling me like it's safe, it's quiet. It's... Yeah, they they took an Uber out there. They were like the Ubers out there are so much cleaner. Yeah, they held a uh, DJ Esco for fifty six nights for for a little little weed. Oh wow! I didn't. Even... <laughs> that's, that's Future's DJ. I did not. Look. Um, oh. I did not. It produced a really good album though. Is it a Future album? Mm-hmm. Was it Hendrix? No, it's called Fifty Six Nights. Oh then. Oh, that's good. That's good. Oh wait, I think I sneezed. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, okay, good. Good. Because you're gonna sneeze. Right, so we're going to lead into this. Uh, we're going to Dubai in January. Yes, travel tips. Of 2023, right. So 
a lot of times when I tell people when they're like, oh, like, how do you travel so much? And what do you do? I don't make enough money. The first thing is a sinking fund. Do we know what that is? No. no. All right. Let me school you on a sinking fund. Is. I have so many of them. I have one for my pets. I have one for home repairs because the house does not respect you. But a sinking <laughs> fund essentially is you work backwards, right? So let's say we, we research and we find out this trip for Dubai is going to cost $3,000. So we put aside. Sounds about right. <laughs> Sounds about right. Uh, we would put aside like a bank account or something and we would split up 3000 over 12 months and how much we'd have to put in every single month to get to that $3,000. It's really just a good way to cash fund things so right. you're not living off of, you know, the credit cards, which by the way, guys. The feds. Yeah, so the interest rates are going up, which means if you're on a variable, like your which credit card did you on a variable mm-hmm. interest rate or your student loans, the interest is going up. The price is going up. Yeah. So FYI for I everyone. I sent it to my husband last night. Yes. Interest rates are going up. So like the positive is that the high yield savings, those interest rates are probably mm. going to go back up as well. But, you know, the trade-off is debt. Debt. Damn. God damn it. Yeah. So that's just something, you know, a little friendly reminder for those. So you definitely want to create a sinking fund if you're going to be planning big trips, especially to Dubai or the Maldives, right? So where you know it's going to be like, oh, this is going to be a pretty penny. Yeah. Yep. Pretty. So you I'm definitely want to a Lamborghini plan. when I get there. Oh. oh. <laughs> is is it going to be gold plated too? Because no. they have a lot of those, I heard. Wow. Look at my Look at my getting like, a Yaris. It one is of a one. Big birthday next year. So, you know, we're not going to say the. Every birthday is a big birthday. It's another an year life is a blessing. Yeah. Big birthday. It's that big milestone. Yeah, you might as well throw a couple of a couple of thousand around, right? Yeah. <laughs> Besides thinking funds, I definitely, definitely, definitely um, tell people to check Google Flights. Um, Hopper. I don't purchase on Hopper because I don't really like purchasing from third party. Mm. You definitely can speak to that. I hate it. Yeah, third yes. party purchasing really takes away a lot of your options and a lot of your flexibility negotiation with different companies. Yes. Um, I'll just speak on like the recent um, Mexico, right? Tulum. So I was supposed to go to Tulum, yes. uh, and uh, the person I was supposed to go with for whatever reason couldn't go. So um, I had a very uh, single. Yeah, I had a, um a difficult time trying to um, get reimbursed or at least a, a credit for those flights in that that trip and it was like between the airlines the resort was was pretty quick but like the airlines and Expedia um, trying to like navigate between them and each of them telling the blame of oh you got to go through here you got to go through here you got to yeah. go through here. so that was a, a headache Right. So my way around it, which a lot of people don't know, is if you see a price for like something on Expedia or Orbis, which I we've all used, you can 99% of the time get the price same price from the, the specific airline. company. Yeah. Awesome. So you can call American Airlines. I just rather deal with them specifically. Yes. So if I need to cancel or if I need to change. You go straight because, to them. Yep. Yeah. We were trying to get me added to the trip and they were just like, no. No. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So... You definitely want to try. You can check and see pricing on the third party, which I highly recommend. Yeah, I do that all but the time. But for purchasing, I do lean towards Yes, you were uh, attempting. You was pretty close. Like, yeah. you was down. Yeah. I was going to have a trip with Melissa to Tulum. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'd be down. <laughs> I work remote. I want to do a eco-friendly Tulum. I've seen very nice things about that. I've seen one because I'm planning to reschedule it re- pretty soon. And it was cool. I seen a little, you know. I think me and Mexico are over, but I did go to Tulum in November, and I'm supposed to go to Mexico. Cabo. Yeah, I was about to say oh. that, but I don't know. I've never been to Cabo. I also don't know. I don't know. So I've been to Cancun. I went to Cancun in 2018 with my family. It was amazing. I had an amazing time. Um, and then I went to Tulum, and I went to Playa del Carmen. I've never been to Mexico. Ever? 
Ever? That doesn't seem. It's like the cheapest. Yeah, that's. I've yeah, I'm, I, everybody. I always go to the the fur, the lavish places like London, Paris, yeah, like like Switzerland, <laughs> like Germany, Amsterdam, Amsterdam was dope. Croatia, I love Greece. Croatia was one of my favorite places. Africa, Johannesburg, Cape Town. Yeah, but I haven't been to Mexico. Mexico is nice. It's nice. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Yeah, um, yeah. So I don't know if you're going to Cabo in July. Colombia. Yeah, I do Colombia. We were supposed to go to Colombia in 2020. Yes. And COVID said no. Cock block of COVID. Yeah, I was supposed to go to Bali and Thailand that year as well. Oh, me too. I went to Thailand too. Yeah, I remember you were in customs for like 20 hours. It was like a long, a long, yeah. long, long time. Yeah. Yeah, I have to reschedule Thailand. I well, also I need traveling. to reschedule um, Bali. But the thing is, so we're going to like lean into millennials. These PTO days. Right? Yeah. So, you know, honestly, my husband hates me for it. I just don't take pay. That's not bad. I mean, it's not good. It's not good. Well, the problem is, and this is an issue, right? Initially, my job did not offer maternity leave. Mm, so I had to take all my vacation days and all my sick days yeah. as my maternity leave, right? So now I'm afraid. I have like PTSD from that. Even though now we have some remnants of maternity leave, like pay, yeah, um, I'm like stingy with my PTOs. Like I'd rather bank it. I have like a hundred something hours, which is not a lot, but with COVID, I was like, mm, I can't trust it. So yeah. I'd rather just like not get paid. That makes no sense, but it's, you know what happens when you work in. It forces in your that hand. Field. Yeah, yeah, we we live in a country that forces your hand, where you have to, you know go unpaid or just experience burnout. And so one of my closest friends who works for a really big company, she's also in tech. One of the companies that just is not keeping up with the time. So she works for a really big company in tech and she only gets 10 days for the year. And she had an emergency at the beginning of the year, like the first week of January, and Damn. she had to use three days. Oh my gosh. And then that's it. A week left. Yeah, and now she has seven days. Wellness. And she's she has she's like in a wedding or something in May. Mm. So she's like, Yeah, I wanna go to Bali, but I'll have like two days. <laughs> yeah, just don't get paid. I mean, I don't I mean know is that is that tell yeah, it's like that, that doesn't that's from a place of privilege, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, I don't know. She has bills, you know, she just got a car, so these bills are this, trash. It's, it's, it's a wild place to be where with teaching and I'll speak from both sides with teaching you get 10 a year um, and they roll over but then you also get like the, the holidays and stuff. Right, so right, right, right. you don't really need to you, unless you're sick or you have some, a really big reason you usually don't need to take vacation from teaching because you're right. going to have some sort of vacation mm-hmm. um, and then they roll over so when I left teaching I had like 80 days wow. in the bank um, but they only pay you for half mm. so it's like Always trying to stick I should have, you know. Should have prepped a little bit more for your your uh, departure and then use them days. But then they I also don't let so you. Yeah, and they're like, oh, if you use more than four days, you need to have like a doctor's, a doctor's note. note. Like, we, could, we could make those up. I don't recommend it, <laughs> especially because I don't have write a, it. A I do not here. prescribe for other people, and I do not write doctor's notes. Just let that be. Clear. But I mean, there are people that you know can get you notes. I mean, that's well, how my I friends have... got of the Expedia. They had to. Oh, I remember that. They had to write. Present a, a note mm-hmm. saying that they, they wrote had... each other notes. I oh. remember <laughs> that. I remember that. And I was just like, that's amazing. <laughs> but now I, I work for a company where I have unlimited PTO. What? Yeah. So I started in October and I've already. Pl- so I have tomorrow and Tuesday off just because I want to. Um, and then in February, I took a week off. 
And so by the time I'm there for like four months, I've, I've already taken 10 days because I also took wow. a week off in November. You have unlimited PTO. That's Correct. crazy. You sound like a cop out here. A cop? Well, cops have unlimited sick, I guess. But. Oh, but unlimited sick, I, I won't, we're not saying names, but I have a friend who's NYPD and when you use the sick day, you are changed to your, your house. Yeah, you cannot yeah, that's go true. anywhere. Right, right, right. Because they check on you. Yes, they, they pop oh, up. Wild. The I cops like will that. pop up? Yeah. Yes. So my friend was actually sick, and then she left her apartment to go get food, and they were calling her like, where are you? Dang. She's like, oh, Wendy's? <laughs> yeah, so I don't want that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want that. No. Yeah, I have unlimited PTO, and then I have 12 health days, like mm. uh, mental health days. Oh, so cool. they encourage you to take like once a, one a month, mm-hmm. you know, if you want to do like a three day weekend or things like that. So that's where I feel like most companies need to be moving towards just 100%. to improve morale, the functionality, the morale, the productivity. Like I feel good about working when I'm working because I know like my mental health is respected. It's, my right, boundaries right. are respected. I can take time off if I need and not worry like, oh, my God, I only have like one day left for the next eight months of the, right, of the right. year. So it's really important, I think we doubled back, but I'll continue. It's really important that when you're like looking for a new job or you're trying to apply for a job that you really make sure that they're speaking to who you are as a, as a whole person. Yeah. Yeah, that's a fact. And that was what, I was reading a Twitter thread yesterday. Or was it you, Melissa? I don't know, could everything be. blurs in my mind. It could be, it could be. <laughs> um, oh no, it was, it was a chick. She was like, oh, got it. So pretty much, she had like four or five standard questions you should be asking of your employer. Mm. Um, so when you go for that interview and they're asking you all these questions, right? These are questions that you need to ask of them. Yeah. Um, and then I guess she is a hiring manager or is someone who determines who gets hired. And in the comments, she was like, um, my time is limited. So it's kind of essentially annoying that you're asking me these questions. And then Ooh. someone replied, Red flags. Yeah, right. I don't so work for you. you shouldn't be working for this woman up right. here. Yeah, no. That's also really important. It's like, is this a good fit for me? And if you can't even give me your time to answer my questions, then what's the work environment going to be like? Right. Like, I, I'm going to be a new person working for you, and I'm going to have a lot of questions, and you can't even, you know. So I wouldn't wouldn't want to work for that person, that person's company. Yeah, yeah I don't. I wouldn't want to work there either. <laughs> And That's I think, you know, honestly, I think we're going to probably change the work culture. The millennials, so. as much flack that they give us. I hope so. I this, really think with this grand resignation. It's about time. That we're going like to change work cultures. Yeah. yeah, obviously there's more like entrepreneurship has gone like yeah. up. And, you know, just people just realize, you know, they just work for themselves or stuff like that. So, I mean. Yes, but I think what's, I agree, what I think also people, because not everyone wants to be an entrepreneur, but what I think people are realizing and finally waking up. Fuck that job. (laughs) Yes, Yes. that, but it's also this this idea, because I used to tell it to my students at the end of the school year, but we're the majority. Because I used to always tell my students, like, why do you listen to one person in a room? Y'all could literally just run this, ransack this whole room, and they're like, right? And so it's the same thing with our jobs. It's. We make the job function. A hundred percent. You like Fred Hampton? Am I? Yeah. Revolution. Well, I watched um, um, kind of coming back to my my travel and so yes. I watched um, uh, Black Judas. Black Judas. I saw. I, and, uh, I, I Mos- Messiah. Yes. Black. Black uh, and the Messiah. Black Messiah. Yeah, yeah. No, I know wait, it's like, the yeah. HBO. Um, yes. Yeah. Judas and the Messiah. 
something like yeah, that. I think it's Judas and the Messiah. Black Judas and the Messiah. I was like, I thought black was. Like, I think it's black. That was a, that was a, we just butchered so, that title. We will be googling. For I watched this. it and I watched it around uh, Martin Luther King's birthday. Mm-hmm. Black Judas and Messiah. I feel like uh, I was I was angry. No, Judas and the Black Messiah. Excuse Judas me. and oh. the Black Messiah. Yes. Okay. The Black Messiah. The Capricorn. Right. I'm the Googler, guys. I so, Google everything. I love it. Thank you. Um. Yeah. It. It angered me where it's just like it be all, it be your own people, man. It'd yeah, be, I mean it be other people too. All skin obviously, folk ain't kin folk is the same. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's 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 right. Yeah, and uh, yeah, it was just a. I mean, it's a it's a heavy it's a, movie. It is, but disturbing. It, so it, you're like the Fred Hampton of your of your class. Yeah, you are the majority. I always tell my students, I'm like, you need to advocate for yourself because you you can. I'm one teacher, right? And you are 34 students. I mean, it's like yeah. authority. That's what they said. And it's just like, yeah, take wipe that out your mind. Because that's the same thing with the But then that comes with, with consequences, though. That's fine. And I always tell them, I, I tell them, like, there's a, there's choices. Yes. Right? And every choice is going to have a consequence. So you choose to just sit here and let a teacher, and it's not me, but it's, you know, because I do like to have the kids do revolutions in the, class, in the school. Um, you have a teacher that's insulting you, or you have a teacher that is being racist or whatever, and it's just like... Like you sitting there and accepting it is a choice, and mm-hmm. the consequence is you know you being disrespected or you're right, you're and that teacher doing it in perpetuity, altered. right? Exactly. And the other choice is you rally up with the other thirty three kids, you know, and, and that's also a consequence. And yes. it was the same thing when they would do walkouts because Gen Z loves doing walkouts, and I love that for them. Yeah, shout out Brooklyn Tech. They yes, they were the leaders of that. I didn't even know other schools did it. I thought they were the only yeah, school. No, but my little cousin put it on TikTok. Brooklyn yeah. Tech is full. Look at you guys following. Full of leaders. The elite. Yeah, you guys were setting Shout fires my, my, of my, years, my alum. Yeah, hey, hey, hey. That wasn't hey. us. Yeah, I didn't even go to Brooklyn Tech, but it's like I did. You're like yeah. a techie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're like an honorary techie. <laughs> mm-hmm. Just like she's an honorary Adelphi. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it feels good. It's a good school to be a part of. I <laughs> wasn't a part, but it's absolutely we we. We bring you on your way and we take you. Yeah, yeah, fantastic people. Everyone I know that's gone to Brooklyn Tech that's actually a part of my life are all really good people. So I will. Oh, you. Yeah. you have any more tra- traveling hacks, speaking of continents? <laughs> all right, so we have do your sinking fund ahead of time. If you could, the earlier, the better, obviously. Really trying to go to Dubai. So okay. it'll, you know, not impact your budget. The next thing, not using third party. And then the third thing is to really, really plan out things that are important to you, right? Because you can cut out things that are not important. Like my Lamborghini, that's important. Yes, and you can fully fund that. I drive a Nissan, so I... Yeah, but we're in Dubai. I understand. I'm sure they have Nissan. It's for my birthday. You know what? It's for my birthday. You can get a Lamborghini with me. Yes. Okay. Amazing. This is why I keep you around for a Lamborghini opportunity. Yes. But then, so for y'all, for women... Yeah. If you're in Dubai, do you, you don't have to always wear like the Muslim garments, or that's only when you're going to the like the temple. I don't so know. I from find what my information. from what my mother stated, because she just came back, um, she only wore the traditional garb for when she was going into their places of worship, which are the mosques. Okay. Um, or if she was in like public squares where it was just like not a super touristy area. Like a mall. Yeah, a mall, okay. a market. I think they went to like the town market square, um, mm. which she loved. But she was like, you know, she wanted to respect their traditions. Um, but if you're in like a touristy area or tourist thing, I don't think they're as strict about it. Yeah. Nowadays, I feel like there's men that are like, not really, like, they have this pretense of like they're like the alpha or like they're superior than, than women. That I feel like a, a lot of that really is going on. Yes. 
all men that get podcasts, they just. Yeah. I wouldn't equate it to Sharia law because Sharia law could be very egregious. But I do think there is this like genre of men because it's not all men. We don't want to generalize. Right. It's not me. It's we not don't, me. It's not you. We don't all. want to generalize, although we don't want to generalize. We although won't. it permeates like all cultures. Yes. Not only religious cultures. Yes. Okay. Yeah, to some extent. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I think that every culture everywhere has just this genre of, of men. Yeah. That a pool. Like a little yeah, pool. a little, I don't know pool, if it's little. Although it's getting seems rather large in, yeah. here. Oh, okay. Um this this genre of men that just feel like women's existence is a bother to them. Um any I type love women. of pro I hope so. You know, you, you came from a woman. You yes, love, you love women. I wouldn't bore you. I do love women. Mm -hmm. I love women. Of course. Um I stand for women, you know, like I I support women. Yeah. And I believe women. Me too. Um, and so this is You believe why. them? I mean, we wouldn't be here without women. Guys. Yes, I believe women. <laughs> like, what? in what oh, case do you mean you do believe lightly. them? Tread lightly. <laughs> like, just like overall, like whatever, like if a woman says it, like that's just. I believe it until it is proven incorrect. Right. Um, and I, I tread lightly on this as well because I do have brothers and I do know that some situations can be manipulated to harm right but i don't find that women intentionally and i'm going to just generalize most women don't intentionally you know lie about certain things because it is a very traumatic you know experience right, experience, right? right. and that's mm -hmm. not something that you know if i'm angry at a man my first instinct is not gonna be like i'm gonna make up this horrible lie ruin his that life. can ruin his life because it's like I then now I'm taking away from women who have actually experienced, you know, that trauma. I feel like some women uh, do do that though. I don't. But think I mean, there's the exceptions. To okay, it's not right. right? Like, Just like I you think, said, there's the the yeah. genre, right? And the I, larger pool of men that feel a certain way about women. Yeah, I and I think it's important to remind women again, which I don't think many women do this, which is the the argument that men say like they're always making lies. I don't think the percentage is as high as people think. But for the women And also like what kind like what's your circle looking like, right? right? If you're saying they're always or never, like if you're using those type of words, then you need to reflect on right. your situations. Right. I, I agree. I am always careful of superlatives because it's just like always and never are specific like, like yeah. there's no middle ground to that. Right. Um, and so I find that any women that do, you know, create these false accusations, all they're doing is harming women, really. Like, yes, you might have hurt this this man's, you know, outcome, but the women that are going through this, you're just making it harder for them to come forward and for right. people to believe that right. you're casting more doubt on their stories. Um, so, yes, Agreed. I believe women until it's proven incorrect. Always. I always yes. believe women until it's proven incorrect. Okay. You don't, you don't think that's a good way? Um... Cause I think once you start doubting, right? Like look at the Jeff Epstein case, right? Like these are children mm. and right. They're coming out what decades later. And then they're, they're questioning like, why now? Right. Right. right? Because if we always had this culture of don't ask, don't tell, well, that's yeah. more for like, you know, a homosexuality, but same thing for people of, of, you know, victims, right? right? Like, I'm not going to say because either I look a certain way, I come from a certain social economic status, like they're not going to believe me. Right. Yes. And this man was like shaming. really rich, right? Mm -hmm. With all the legal help I'm sure that he can get. So I think um, what we've been founded on or been taught that. I think I'm on the, 
equality of just like innocent until proven guilty, whether it's man or female. I can understand that. Um, I don't agree. And that's only because we are experiencing life completely differently. Like I'm experiencing life as a woman, you're experiencing life as a man. Right. And so I cannot do that only because historically I know that women are victim shame, victim blamed. Mm -hmm. okay. Well, what did you do? What were you wearing? Exactly. What did you say? How did you fight him off? Right. And it's just like, as a person who has a, a platform, it is my responsibility to uphold and uplift women mm -hmm. because I never know who's following me that might have, you know, gone through Experience, this. Right. right. Mm -hmm. And I want them to know that they have support behind them. Um, so that is, you know, that is why I, I stand on that. But it is also my duty to um, disrespectfully attack the men that are out here in their little um, genre because I find that most of the time they are very unintelligent. Um, <laughs> I, I agree. I agree. Because even then, my passing of seeing some of these uh, egregious <laughs> things um, that these men are saying about women or two women is like, you obviously just, you know, have a, a small brain or like. Yeah. But then I think it's also about expanding your circles, right? Yeah. Like again, like one of the ones that, you know, Melissa shared with us, this man was talking about like used vagina, right? Like to <laughs> me like that has so many like terrible, like it's just, I don't even know how to unpack that <laughs> besides anger, right? Because yeah. like, it's just one, how dare use like, so what, what do you refer to your penis, right? And, and exactly. I thought I thought it was really funny, but nobody laughed in the chat. But I called Sorry. it I certified pre-owned, right? Like I what? Like your person. your penis is like okay, right? Like what about your used penis? So to me, like yeah, again, like your 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 social circles, right? Must, and your exposure must be small, right? Because if if your friends are uplifting or like encouraging you with these thoughts, then like the the again the problem's you. Yes, and I think it's they've had like a, an experience or their friend has had an experience that's creating these ideas. And then you have other men that have had similar experiences. They rally to that. They want to support that. Uh, like I, I, I'm not going to say dated. I talked to a, a man who believed in this alpha male ideology, right? And he would always say, I like to be dominant. I like to lead. And I'm like, well, I don't mind following. But give me something of, of, substance, of substance to, to follow. To follow yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. Like, you have nothing for me to want to follow. Why would I feel safe or secure following you? You're right. not leading, mm -hmm. right? And so this whole alpha male thing is this big topic of conversation. And then I bring into the conversation logical fallacies, which I, I mentioned in yes. our previous chat. Like, I am huge on logical fallacies because they poke holes into people's arguments so quickly. I love logic. I love it. I love it. And so like people try logic. to use, uh, not math, I'm not going to logic, <laughs> but words and information and knowledge. So there's this whole big analogy going around, which I'm sure you've heard, um, the lock and key analogy, right? So it's like women are not supposed to be promiscuous. Women are not supposed to have lots of sex. They're not supposed to enjoy sex because they're the lock, right? And if any key can open a lock, it's considered a bad lock, right? That's the analogy. And that Disgusting. men... They're supposed to be, you know, on the prowl and supposed to be doing this because they have penises and their penis is equivalent to a key. And if you have one key that could open multiple locks, that's a master key. That's a really good key. So a lock 
with multiple keys, keys. Bad, bad luck, right? A but key a that key can open multiple doors, great awesome. luck, right? Dangerous so here's is what it is. I do not agree. Right, because if we're gonna equate anatomy to, to keys and locks, right? So if I have this this lock and I am not supposed to sleep with anyone but one person, how are you supposed to sleep with multiple women if that's how every other woman's supposed to act? That means you support sexual assault. And I have not heard a response yet on TikTok. Mm. Because if, are you forcibly opening all these? these no, doors? absolutely not. Exactly. So it's like, why are we using that analogy? I mean, because intrusion. Because two cannot exist. If you're going to be, you know, on the prowl and sleeping with multiple women, but women can only sleep with one man, then what? They want a faulty lock. They want many locks. Like, how women, does that work? Women give me the unlock code. They give it to me. Oh. <laughs> but that doesn't mean that the, co- the, the lock is not a good lock. No, it's a great lock, actually. I love those locks. Fantastic. <laughs> but yes, listen now. Any woman listening, once I that analogy like, is brought um, up, please just ask that question. I feel like people like, uh, say like a Kevin Samuels. Oh. Who have like a... Um, I don't know who that is. An uh, okay. opinion. And uh, in this day and age, it's like clout is yeah. um, a very big thing. Clickbait. Yeah, that too. But it's like, um, I, I, I call it like... Um, it's a gift and a curse, like it's a, like the viral virus, where it's like mm. people, um, they see something works for one person mm. and they really mm. try to like uh, replicate and mm. imitate that, thinking that they're gonna have like sort of the same outcome or close to it where they can like, you know, then become a, a celebrity or a, a popular person and go forth from them, so I don't, I think that that with that it um just spawns a lot of little Kevin Samuels or just to yeah reference that don't have the same mental capacity or wording or just thoughts they'll just throw yes I call it the Joe Budden effect there. and it's not to disrespect Joe Budden because mm-hmm. I know Joe Budden's not doing what these people are doing but. I know Joe Budden was the first, I'm going to say millennial. I don't know how old he is, but he is a, a millennial. He's 41. Oh, we'll, we'll give him millennial. I know that he was one of the first black men, yeah. male millennial-facing people to get a huge platform in the podcast mm-hmm. you know, Yeah, he's arena. a pioneer. Yeah. Right, and because we were listening to him in 2017, like in Croatia, mm-hmm. right? And yeah. so that created this group of people that, because Joe Budden can push buttons and he can Very create, well. Chaos. Yeah, the, he pushes the all the thing, floors yeah, on the button. The thing that people don't understand that he does it purposely. Like it's right. it's a character. It's like it's dramatic. So he overextends. He screams. He's yelling. He'll probably say absurd things just for yes. And so that's what I think. People are like, oh, he's getting really big off of like this chaos. Controvert- yeah, but right. I also find that Joe Budden has a, a layer of intelligence that these these podcasts do, uh, do not, not because it's like mm-hmm. I ask you a follow up question, you can't even answer. You don't even know what you're talking about. Like you have mm. nothing to stand on. No but basis, you're going right. off of Joe Budden's, you know, model of he did this, so I'm gonna do this yeah. and, and downplay all that. So that's what I call it. And again, it's not disrespecting Joe yeah. Budden. I do think he did he carved a really nice space in the you know, the Podcast world. Around. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um I just think that people who are following suit are not giving what they think they're giving and it's just nonsense on the air. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. And I have this um, follow-up quote, guys, because, you yeah. know, I love quotes and deep things. Tell it to us. So, and I think 
this is where I think a, what happens a lot is people gravitate, right? Like-minded people mm-hmm. kind of gravitate to each other because, right, you're saying the things I want to hear. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, Confirmation bias. And so this guy, Adam Grant, he's been quoted everywhere now a days, but essentially like great minds don't think alike. They challenge each other to think differently. Yes. The people who teach you the most are the ones who share your principles, but not your thought processes. Mm-hmm. Converging values draw you to similar questions. Diverging views introduce you to new answers. Um, so to me, right, like we all have essentially the same foundation, right? And how we're going to go back to the tree analogy, guys, because, you know, I love trees. Love <laughs> yes, right? we, we all have the same trunk, yeah. but right. Our branches kind of go out, but yeah. our leaves kind of overlap. So I think it's important that, yes, you do kind of gravitate to people who will elevate you, who will support you, who will share some of your values, but also to be to ta- challenge you, right? Yeah. To, to challenge your, your ways of thinking, because um, that's why I think I love logic, right? Like if and if A, then B, right? But then you throw in another, I don't even know what variable called, another yeah. variable, yeah. right? What do you do to that logic, right? Mm-hmm. And I think Adam Grant had another thing is like, oh, I got to find it now. Shit. <laughs> Essentially, right, like you get new information, you reevaluate your logic, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. right? So yes. Yes. you you evolve. And I think, you know, we're reading. tying it right back to evolution. Yeah. Right. You can remain stagnant. That's OK. But you can't be frustrated about your stagnation if you don't even have the willpower to evolve. Right. Right. And I think a lot of people will be like, oh, but, you know, I don't want to change. Like, I don't want to. If I get popular, I'm going to keep the same group of friends. That's fine. But you need to be open to new people being in your circle it doesn't mean they got to be your best friend but it's just like as we grow and as we elevate and as we enter new you know areas in our life you need to to put different people around you it's the same thing with like as we we gain wealth right right we're not going to be hanging around with our third nope. grade friend nope. who you know it's like i don't want to talk about investing it's like well okay well we're gonna put you in this little in this pocket bar. right yep. here Actually, that's what i do i was on, on my run today i listened to this jack carlo song i love jack carlo it was like <laughs> love him it don't on. make sense why i love that's him. usually oh. what i do with my friends uh uh of sense where i just have the like little subgroups of yeah i know uh, certain topics of interest I can speak to with this group of friends I know. Right. Uh, what when I want to be introspective or like you know, deep I can yeah. speak to this. Like I can't. Yeah. You take have this, to. You, you have know. to have so many different things. I mean. Yeah, and like when it comes to like even like uh, evolving and stuff is like say, for instance, uh, like pre-pandemic and like post-pandemic, you can't do the same, same things. things we did previously. I miss, I miss pre-pandemic. Life. Right. That um. Now that we have. Honest. You can't the pandemic. Yeah, like say you know my recall memories try. <laughs> like when we used to like birthdays and like blow on candles and stuff. Now if I have a, if there's a cake and somebody blowing candles, like I'm I know. I'm I like, never But honestly I don't think that's how it works, guys. But it works like that. <laughs> it works like that. Because if exactly if you just sit there and, and just think about someone spitting on this we're cake. assuming it's spit that's spit when you're blowing there's it's air. It's just air oh i just it's, blew into the mic sorry yeah <laughs> it's it's particles it's it's uh droplets you're, no you're, i feel you i you're agree a, you're a doctor you, you know these things i agree there's things and then you're just 
And then say the candle doesn't go out the first time. Say if it's a lot of candles. So you're just spreading around. Just I know. Blowing. You're right. And then, but then you let's, slice let's the cake and just right? divvy it out to Let's everyone. say it was flu season. Somebody had a flu. How many people caught flu off of eating a piece of cake? We don't know. I don't know. What I definitely miss about pre-pandemic life is just the like doing things and enjoying and, you know, not having to think like, damn. The spontaneity of yeah, things. I miss it. Like, yeah. yes, I know the birthday cake thing is a little nasty in retrospect, but it's just like now I gotta be like, okay, get me a cupcake to blow on, cut this cake, like, yay, like just these extra steps of precaution. I'm tired. Or you just don't have candles anymore. Ugh, fine. I think like a lot of things with the pandemic just xed out. Um, like, there's no use for them anymore, or you just find a different way. Yeah. To to do. It's true. And the thing is, at least we we know we're doing things, right? There are people like, I'm tired of this pandemic. And then they try to do things from pre-pandemic. It's just like, no, because now you're putting everyone at risk. It's like, yes, I'm tired, but I'm still going to follow the rules, I guess. It's just, I just miss it. Like, I miss Uber pools so much. Yeah. You Even know? like last night, right, we dropped off my daughter to my mom's. We're like, oh, let's do a date night. Like, I haven't worn mascara, like, for months and Let's let's do something. I'm like, you know what? But then what if we catch COVID and then you're going to have to stay at home and then like. And then the type of places or you have to like, you know, pre uh, screen and like it's just everything is has become a steps steps like like traveling was like. Yeah. Coming back was was a pain because uh, so I had like a layover and everything and it was just like the, the screening process of you know, COVID testing and the time you took it and yes. The, yes. the right, yes. the right test. The PCR. And the, yeah. And then it's just oh, like God. trying to catch fraudulent stuff. And then yes. it's like a holdup and everything is just like backed up. So it just yeah, makes yeah. the experience just like, yeah. Dolly, like Having to I mean? set aside time. Like when we were in Mexico, we had to set aside time to And then expenses too. Yeah. Yes. The what? Yeah. That expensive. test was seventy American dollars. Oh yeah, I'm yeah, like, it's very expensive. They're like dollars. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah man. So it's the new scam. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so, yeah, not fun. And then also like it's my daughter's second Zoom birthday party. I know. Zoom. Yeah. Yeah. But you know what's the nice thing that I don't need to clean up after people and her college savings account looks way better. Yeah. Um, Popping. Yes, because right, you can't bring me toys because you're not gonna see me. So yeah. just. <laughs> yeah that's true and she did have a really great first birthday yeah she had like two parties like a uh, one like in a hall and one in your apartment yes yes Babes are weird. yeah the week we're, before we did like a little we we're pre-planning yeah it was expensive man. but that's it no more parties maybe when she's four that's <laughs> sweet 16 oh <laughs> uh, yeah so it's okay. but no party we're gonna fly somewhere what do you think um this post-pandemic life is gonna, you think things are gonna like stay, things are gonna go back to normal or? There's no more normal. There's no more. Yeah. This is the I mean, new it's norm. a new normal. Yeah. I think it's important to say. But I also think, right, one of the things I think that people criticize American culture is that we don't have this sense of collectiveness, right? It's everything is very individualistic principles, right? Like my rights, yeah. like my community, my, my, my. And I think what the pandemic forced us to see is like, Bro, your my is costing me my yes. my, right? Yes. Like, so like if we don't have this sense of collectiveness, which is why yeah. mm-hmm. we are in year three of this nonsense, right? And also like just not the U.S., right? Like we are here like 
yes, promoting booster shots when there's countries who can't even get first doses, right? So this collectiveness, like this civil duty of public health, right? And I think that's why I love public health because it's so grounded in in group effort, but it's, it's hard to make people understand that there's consequences to your damn actions, right? You don't wear a mask because it's uncomfortable to you. Guess what? You just infected like 30 people. Yeah. Yeah, even like I seen an article like the some flight couldn't take off or turned around because somebody on the plane refused to like Oh yeah, I just read that today too on Twitter. Like, they had to get grounded. That's like yeah. ridiculous. Yeah, I will say this pandemic has heightened my awareness or maybe more cognizant of my own need to be socially responsible. I never realized how important social responsibility was to me until like I'd be in a situation where I was behaving socially irresponsible and I would want to die. Because there was a time where Shakira and I were doing a photo shoot and we were running around different areas in Brooklyn and I dropped my mask, didn't even realize, and then we had to go into a like a mall area to go to the bathroom to change. And walking into that mall without my mask, I was like, oh. Yeah, you feel naked. They're gonna think like, I'm like on the right. Like they're gonna think I'm like actively making this choice and I'm just like, so I'm walking like this. And I just, social responsibility, it shows us, the pandemic has definitely shown us who cares about being socially responsible for others and who's just like, I don't care. Fuck it. Yeah, and I don't wanna be on that side. So I didn't, Mm. I never thought about it, but I was just like, nope, I'm socially responsible. Like mask, I'm like, I'll do everything. Because, you know, I just want to make sure that people around me, like my friends, my family, people I don't know, like I want to make sure yeah. they're okay. Yeah, I give people a side eye if I'm somewhere and they're just there side eye's not without enough. the mask. Yes, it's like... Side eye is not enough. People are ruthless. So ridiculous. So I go to the gym. My dad yesterday was like, oh, you know, make sure you protect yourself. I was like, I'm protecting everybody else. There's people in the gym just like in your face, no mask. I'm like, are you not ashamed? Mm-hmm. Especially the people on the treadmill. Yeah, I run with the mask. Me too. That's what I'm saying. Just... People are like, oh, I'm uncomfortable. I'm like, I was working out in the summer in a mask. But then people like, and what pisses me off, and I guess, you know, as a medical professional, right? Like, surgeons have been wearing masks yeah. forever, right? Like, you literally go into the OR, you got to scrub yourself for like yep. from here to here, like even under your, your nails. Yep. Then you have to like walk like this to be sterile. Then you have to have someone put some gloves on you. And this is why you have like a mask on, a hairnet on, yep. and all of this under this bright ass light standing for, you don't even know how long, right? Because if there's a complication in the OR, hours, mm-hmm. right? So I'm like, I don't understand how physicians, nurses, like surge techs, like all of us can do this for hours. But again, your discomfort, your individualistic concern is just, I can't breathe. It's no. It's like, you can. You can. Yeah. You can. You definitely can. Like, I think about the amount of hours I've spent in that mask in a day doing things. And then I get home, I take it off. I'm just like, huh. So it's like, I was also fine. Like, I was fine. Yeah, you wasn't suffocating. You wasn't choking. Yeah. And even if you think about it, right, the elite athletes work with this that mask that Darth thing. Vader thing yep. right to like yeah. improve their lung capacity yeah. I don't so even like, know the science behind it but like mm-hmm. right so if you're rich people are doing this like I, I don't know I don't know it's just no I agree I is tired I think we all are yeah but now here we go into year year three yeah we're entering year three. Oh, I feel so bad for the kids that are like five to seven 
who yep. have experienced school like this only, who have no recollection. Nothing. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But then also there's kids who don't know how to write. Literally, a principal told me there's kindergartners that don't know how to hold a pencil. Well, yeah, they've been at home. So, you know? And I, I, I always, I'm like, oh, the kids who, like, they're going to college in this experience, they're graduating high school, all of that, like, I felt bad. But it's really the five to seven-year-olds because they know nothing else. Like, they're just... They started kindergarten. And you're pushing them along. You yeah. fail, you go. You and now pass, they're in third go. grade, and this is all they know. I'm just like, geez. Yeah, man, it's rough. That's, yeah. But with that, we give you light, positivity, <laughs> love, peace, all the good things that come into this new year. And we hope you join us in our next episode. Um, drop a comment. Subscribe. Yeah. The deal. We don't know what's yet to come, but... <laughs> Another yeah. episode will come. <laughs> big, big facts, big facts. All right, guys. Bye. Bye.